Welcome to the Ensman Archive Podcast, presented by FRIA, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive. We're a nonprofit research foundation to preserve and publish the work of Dr. Robert Duncan Ensman and his wife Joanna online at ensmanarchive.org. Now, here's your host, the symbologist Michelle Snyder. want to marry a beast? How many young women talk about saving their husband? This is a very old theme in the stories. After the break, we will open this box with your golden key, the beauties and the beasts. This is the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. The Symbologist Series, a collection of books by the symbologist Michelle Snyder, the world's authority on symbology. Book one, Method, how Symbols Work. Book 2, Revision, How to See Symbols. Book 3, Concept, Symbols of Ideas. And Book 4, Oral Tradition, Symbols in Stories. You can find this Symbologist series at our bookstore online at ensmanarchive.org. One of today's most enchanting stories, Beauty and the Beast, is about a widower and his daughters, one of whom is kind and gentle. In the course of events, the father is taken by a beast in a castle, and his kind-hearted daughter agrees to take his place. The beast is very good to her, and as her time with the beast passes, she begins to see the good person beneath the dreadful exterior. Eventually, he is wounded by villagers who hate and fear him, and she discovers she loves him. Her love releases him from the evil spell which made him a beast, and he is a prince. This is a classic theme, a young girl matched with a suitor by her parents who want her to be well cared for and protected. In spite of the gentleman's efforts to wine and dine her, or even his good manners and considerable wealth, she sees him as a beast for a while. In contrast, modern versions of the story emphasize the gentle young female taming a real beast of a male through her care and consideration, bringing out the best in him despite the opinions of those around him. As ideal as this sounds, it is not realistic. Girls who marry drunks or men prone to violence or other bad behaviors, thinking they will transform him as his wife, invariably fail, usually to their own detriment. The classic story points out that it is how men act and treat their women that is important. Another tale of very similar roots is the Frog Prince. In this story, we meet a spoiled princess who loses a favorite trinket down a well. It is recovered by a slimy frog only after the doleful girl promises him a seat at dinner. After trying to ditch him and avoid keeping her promise, the king decrees that she must keep her word. There are a few variations to the theme whereby she is mean to the frog, but all end with her discovering that he is really a prince under a wicked spell. These stories come from a time when marriage was arranged, when most available good men were older or were widowers. These tales have roots in prehistory thousands of years ago, during milder climate periods when humankind painted magnificent animal calendrics on cave walls, such as those in Lascaux. There were many dangers to overcome and males often died, so there were few left to be husbands and protectors. These are stories of girls who, in spite of the efforts of family to arrange the relationship with an interested and suitable male, are repelled by his looks or age, or perhaps he does not measure up to their dreams. Suitors for daughters is a concern which has haunted parents since there were parents. 
and it is just as prevalent today, even in cultures where arranged marriages do not happen. Parents, in their basic sense, have not changed over millennia, nor have the needs of humans, food, shelter, clothing, and protection. This knowledge is an important piece of your golden key. I'm the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. Thanks for joining us on the Ensman Archive podcast, The Golden Key, with the symbologist Michelle Snyder, presented by Freya, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive, online at ensmanarchive.org. Thank you.